Hello, I'm the Nostalgia Critic Guy. Remember it so you don't have to. Hey, you remember a kid in King Arthur's Court? Yeah. You ever wonder what the director of that movie did before he made that little masterpiece? Well, not that much can really top a kid in King Arthur's Court, but he did manage to direct a few films before it. One of them, surprisingly enough, starring Hulk Hogan. This is Mr. Nance. Why do wrestlers continue to punish themselves by being in movies? They just so rarely work, and Hulk Hogan is the prime example of that. I mean, you thought Suburban Commando was bad? That at least had a few cute scenes. This is just the ass shavings of what was popular at the time. Home Alone slapstick, top secret plot devices, family life lessons, and big tough stars doing silly goofy things. All that's missing is a petuwawa with sunglasses. But hey, what good does it do to bitch about it? A lot, but I have a review to do. So, let's take a look at Mr. Nanny. So as the credits roll, we see that Hulk Hogan is having nightmares about back when he was a wrestler. Probably like how nowadays he's having nightmares about Mr. Nanny. He wakes up to be greeted by a character named Bert, who I'm guessing just moved on up from the east side to finally get a piece of the pie. I just got a call from a major, major new client. He's looking for a bodyguard. Not a bodyguard. I'm a wrestler, okay? Yeah, wait, wait. I am a wrestler. Actually, I think this is how the offer for the movie went down, too. I want you to do this movie. No, I'm a wrestler. Exactly. You're an actor. I said I'm a wrestler. Ah, they're both the same thing. So, of course, he takes the job as he goes to meet up with his rich client, Max, from the Muppet movie. You're asking him to do something terrible. I can't be a part of it. Where do you think you're going? I'm looking for Mr. Mason. Get off the bike. What for? Just do it, butthead! Whoa. Forget it. Are you deaf or just plain stupid? Neither, I'm blonde. Just got a real low tolerance for gorillas and rent cop suits. Dude, just calm down. You're not on American Gladiators. And even if you were, it'd probably get canceled. This is the bodyguard. Uh, terrible mistake, sir. Uh, I'll get rid of him immediately. Wrong. He's incredible, obviously a real pro. Yes, only a real pro will lose his temper, throw a rampage, and be totally impossible to control. I see this working well. So where's Mason's office? So we see the reason he hires Hogan is because he's getting attacks and phone calls from your average psychotic criminal genius. Who the hell are you? Just your average psychotic criminal genius. You think it says that on his business card? I desire your new computer chip. Yeah, there's a top-secret computer chip in this movie. Apparently it has information on a gun that can shoot any kind of missile imaginable. Is it me, or is this sounding like a story a ten-year-old boy would come up with? And there's an evil genius who wants a top-secret microchip that can shoot down missiles by using Mr. Freeze's gun? And then Hulk Hogan comes in, but he's wearing a tutu and acting all girly? And then Mr. Jefferson comes in because my mom really likes the Jeffersons and would like to see him in my movie film. You're supposed to guard my kids. Oh, are you out of your mind? I hate kids. Listen, the children have a nanny. All you have to do is protect them. So he meets the two little kids, one named Kate and the other named Alex, who I swear to God is a heavier version of the kid from Kazan, isn't he? Apparently Miss Kaplowski had a short circuit in her blow dryer. Oh, this is very bad. Now the agency won't send us any more nannies. So now Hogan has two jobs, bodyguard and nanny. A Mr. Nanny, if you will. <laughs> oh, the idea of a male nanny nowadays. <laughs> Preposterous. But it's okay. He has help from the maid, played by an actress named Mother Love. 
who obviously shouldn't have that name. What are you doing in my kitchen? I'm Sean Armstrong. Here, make yourself useful. Top shelf, Lurch. Oh, just put a bow on her and call her precious. No, not that precious, but that was a good movie. So he enters his room where he sees a wire was mysteriously laid out across the floor. Here you will see the Hulk Hogan trying his best to turn his primitive wheels and overcome the obstacles of everyday appliances. The everyday appliances win. So yeah, as you may have guessed, the kids set up traps all along the house for him. Like I said, Home Alone was very popular at the time. Are you alright? Never better. glass! That's not funny! You should go to a hospital! I'll tell you what, after we eat, why don't we all go out and get some ice cream? Yeah! <laughs> Dad, you're beeping. Oh, it's my douche meter It says I'm to neglect you kids and let you down until the climax of the movie. Well, can't fault an overused formula. Later. Come on, Kate. I'm not hungry anymore. So even though the father is never around and the mother died of the fatal off-camera disease, we see the kids manage to keep some hobbies. Tell Dee Dee to stay out of my room! So after the kids annoy him some more, Hogan talks with Bert to see if he can get out of the job. Again! Listen to this and tell me they're not talking about Hogan acting in this movie. If you want to spend the rest of your life getting your brains kicked in, suit yourself. But let me clue you in on something. Ex-wrestlers aren't exactly in demand, you know. I mean, who else is going to offer you a career? Kind of eerie, isn't it? So it turns out the kids are devising more traps that even Johnny Quest couldn't figure out as they hook up a giant magnet to the ground. <laughs> it's funny because he almost died. You know, there's a difference between pranks and attempted murder. I mean, Jesus, kids, this is some creepy shit! It's only low voltage, you can't kill it. Oh, okay, I guess it's not that bad. Then crank it up. Okay, okay, that didn't happen, but it might as well! These kids are sick! It's not like in other movies where the kids are just defending themselves. This is disturbing! Really, really disturbing! I mean, it's like these kids are sadomasochists or something. We destroyed the bike, wrecked the room, and almost killed Sean. Are you going to punish us? They want to be punished? Alright, I'm not going to read any more into this than I need to, though something tells me I'm going to need to. The two kids go to school as Hogan realizes that Alex is being picked on by a pair of bullies all the time. Yeah, because he can take on a seven-foot bodybuilding wrestler, but put him up against the human mullet and a kid whose sweaters are knit by his mentally insane grandma, and he chickens the fuck out. I hate boys. You'll only make it worse. Dumbass kid, you have a fucking Hulk Hogan, and you don't even know what to do with him! That is, unless they consider drowning him in a pool of red dye as using him productively. That's it! I've had oh my god. This is a visual you see on the back of horror movie DVDs. In fact, this is a perfect time to introduce you to a new part of the show. Scary Snowball. 
This is where I take a certain part of a movie that's already a little creepy and slow it down to make it even creepier. With that said, let's take a look at this scene in slow-mo. No more games. No more tricks. You ever sit here? Tell tell you to get up. From now on, you're gonna act right. Cause I ain't leaving. Yeah, your pants feel a lot heavier, don't they? So Hogan decides to punish the kids for the first time since their mother died, much to their disturbing delight. Hi, Alex. Hi, Kate. We're being punished. We originally wanted whips and chains, but he thought the couch was much more fitting. So of course he starts bonding with the kids as he shows Alex how to be much tougher and sings a lullaby to Kate. Mommy used to sing me a song. Could you sing it to me? Got a terrible voice. Sing. Ugh. Sing. I think this needs another scary slow. Sing. Okay, okay, you have enough nightmares for the week. But unfortunately, the father is kidnapped by that average psychotic criminal genius as Hogan invites Bert over to quote unquote double security. Because nothing's more threatening than a black Yosemite Sam. You should have seen the blood pumping out! Oh, kaboom, kaboom, kaboom. Hogan actually ends up telling the kids why Bert has a limp leg as we cut to a flashback. Nice match, champ! Now we can pay the hotel and get your clothes back. Oh my I ordered God. you to throw that match! <laughs> he, he looks like he's coming out of his mom's vagina! <laughs> gone from scary slow-mo to a really dumb scene. So Hogan chases him down and is it me or are they playing I Will Survive? Oh ho ho hi! I'll survive the movie! It's a stupid flick and suck my dick, keep the shit away from me! I should have tossed this stupid film, I should go and soon it flicks, I will survive! So the two of them continue to watch the kids' backs as Alex is again approached by the school bullies. He's gotta do it on his own! Did mommy put this on a string so Alex wouldn't lose any more money? Don't you talk about my mother! What you gonna do? Oh my god, who am I? I can hear colors. My penis is numb. Help me! <laughs> so in this movie's quest to emasculate Hulk Hogan, we now see him having a tea party and wearing a tutu. Why? Because they thought it looked great on the poster, obviously. Don't move! Oh boy, I paid good money to see Hulk Hogan fight in a tutu. <laughs> Nobody interrupts my swan like recital! <clears throat> Don't make me get majestic on your ass! <clears throat> you vicious brute! <clears throat> Masher! Um. Help. Ricky <clears throat> Sometimes it's hard to be alone. What about him? Let his box office records eat him alive. Business before pleasure. So we see that the name of our villain is Thanatos. No, not that one. This guy. The vagina face guy who now has a bowling ball for a head. Thanatos! I should have known. Who else would kidnap little children? A lot of people. 
swept and the family is intimidated by Friar Schmuck, we see Hogan accept a ransom call demanding him to bring the computer chip. Oh yeah, because we wouldn't want to do anything stupid like tell the police or anything. This is clearly a job for an ex-wrestler in a tutu. Anyone can see that. So he breaks into the place as we partake in the movie's climax. Uh, yeah. I think your hands will be about as healthy as the Skywalker's family after that stunt. Don't you dare touch that dangerously unbalanced woman! Hang out, Wolfie baby! Oh lord, this is making me beg for the comedic genius of three ninjas. Oh yeah, remember those nightmares from the beginning? I guess fighting a metal-lobed Geico caveman is the only way to overcome them. We can generate electricity! A superconducting magnetic beam! What the hell am I looking at? You know, for a film with a premise about a male nanny, I really didn't expect some of this imagery. So the bad guy is destroyed, the family's of course won again, and Hogan goes to spread his endearing love of children somewhere else. When this job is over, I'm gonna settle down. I'll find a little shack by the railroad track on the out. So that's Mr. Nanny, and what a surprise, it sucks. There's little to no jokes that work, the characters are pretty much just puppets, and it's just another in those long line of cheap kids films about the big tough guy who has to look after little tough children. Hogan, I love you, but if you want to make people laugh, go back to reality TV! Or wrestling. They're both equally fake. I'm the nostalgia critic guy, remember it, so you don't have to! But a powder puff. Sing.